Our text for today is taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 18, and at the 15th verse, through to the end of verse 17. This incident where we find that wise parents brought their infants to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not a parable. This is a a real life event. In Matthew chapter 19 and Mark chapter 10, the parallel passages, we learn that it happened after Jesus had been teaching on marriage. But in Luke, it is presented to us after the two parables we have previously looked at. The teaching and events are placed together by the Holy Spirit because they complement each other. It is important to note that the Gospels do not claim to be detailed accounts of our Lord's every word and action. They are collections of important events and teaching, some of which is chronological, but all of which is collated together uh, for a purpose by the Holy Spirit. Bringing your child to Christ for a blessing is indeed the wisest thing which any parent can do. The details of exactly what was happening here are not given. But it would seem obvious that these parents had been blessed by Jesus' ministry, so they brought along their children for his blessing on them. There's nothing more important for children than to be introduced to the Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel. Now, Jesus is not here with us bodily, anymore. So, where do we find him today? It is in opening the scriptures that we find him and can introduce him and his teaching to children. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. The Apostle Paul writes to Timothy saying, From a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Timothy was blessed with a mother and a grandmother who were women of faith and who took this responsibility seriously. They used their opportunity and brought Timothy to Christ in the scriptures for a blessing. Remember that Timothy was taught from what we today call the Old Testament. We need to appreciate that the main subject of the books from Genesis to Malachi is the Messiah, the Christ. That is what Jesus explained to the disciples on the road to Emmaus. Samuel 
was one who had a godly mother of faith. She brought him to the temple as a child in fulfilment of her promise in her prayer when she had come to the temple and been totally misunderstood by the high priest. We should seek to follow her example to introduce our children, our young people, to the Lord Jesus Christ. In Proverbs 22 verse 6 we read, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. And we see here the, the responsibility of parents for discipling their children. This is a God-given responsibility. This is the natural way that it should be. A child learns from its parents. This verse, like much of the book of Proverbs, is a general principle, not a specific promise. Parents who take the responsibility seriously of discipling their children in that which is good see the beneficial results in that child's life. Good habits are learnt and bad habits are not cultivated. But neither the proverb nor the text before us teaches that salvation is automatic for children who have been brought to Christ. Nevertheless, there is great blessing in bringing children to Christ, and we should do this through the Scriptures. Matthew Henry said, True love for your children is shown by your concern for their souls. One point to make clear about the text before us is that these verses are not teaching infant baptism. Many seem to, at least in part, rely on this incident for the teaching that they give on the subject. However, when you read these verses, there is no water to be found. Christ, Matthew's Gospel tells us, prayed for these children. It was an amazing blessing, but it does not include baptism. Christ began his ministry with the message, repent and believe the gospel. And later we read, believe and be baptized. This is the biblical pattern. This is why we are a credo Baptist church. It is those 
who believe who should be baptized. We read at the end of verse 15, but when his disciples saw it, they rebuked them. They rebuked them. These disciples rebuked these parents. We are not told why. It may be that they thought that Jesus was tired after teaching, or that the children were not seen as important. Perhaps the words of Christ in verse 16 for as such is the kingdom of God. And in verse 17, the kingdom of God must be received as a little child, tends to suggest that the disciples did not value the children meeting Jesus. Whatever the reason, they prevented the children from coming to Christ. Our world is full of people who want to keep children from Jesus. The mere hint that something from the Bible will be referenced or taught in school sends some hysterical. The self-autonomy of mankind is worshipped in our day. Anything that reminds young people that they stand before their Creator is hated. It is a serious crime in some countries to teach the under-18s anything about the Christian faith. They must not be introduced to Jesus in any way. China is one example of this. Even the officially allowed churches have been made to display signs forbidding children and young people from entering their buildings. We need to pray for our brethren in China where persecution is becoming more intense. But this is also the reason that homeschooling and so forth is is viewed with suspicion in our modern Western countries. Parents are no longer seen as the responsible people for their children. And it has been noted by many that Christian people have a a greater interest in such things as homeschooling. It's alleged that they are indoctrinating children, damaging children, by those who seek to have the exclusive right to teach children, to train up children, to give children their world view, their atheistic, humanistic world view. We need uh, to come before the Lord in prayer for his mercy in these days. Those who seek to keep children from Christ or to cause such to stumble will face judgment. 
Luke chapter 17 at verse 1, Jesus gave such a clear warning. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible, but that offences will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and he cast into the sea, than that he should offend one of these little ones. Undoubtedly, Jesus there was talking about those who were young or immature in the faith. But surely it must include those who deliberately put barriers in the way of children learning about the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us remember that no one is unimportant in God's sight, young or old, rich or poor, frail or healthy. All need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, to be introduced to him through the words of Scripture. Verse 16, But Jesus called them unto him and said, Suffer little children to come unto me, and forbid them not. Forbid them not. Sometimes there is a need for blunt, straight talking, and this was one such time. I am sure the disciples had very good logical motives for forbidding the children to be brought to Christ. But they were wrong. Error must not be tolerated. Remember the time when a Samaritan village would not receive Jesus? Luke chapter 9 verse 54. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Even as Elias did. Or when Jesus began to explain he must go to Jerusalem to suffer many things. What was Peter's reaction? Matthew 16 verse 21. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. They meant well. They were zealous, but they were wrong. And Christ had to rebuke them. Let us take care not to hinder in any way or allow others to hinder little ones to come to Christ, to prevent them from hearing the words of Scripture where Jesus is revealed to us. Romans chapter 10 verse 17, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Instead of being a hindrance, a stumbling block, may we be stepping stones encourages of people to come to Christ that they may hear words whereby they might be saved. The end of verse 16 we read, For of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter there in 
for as such is the kingdom of God. You must come as a child. Jesus was personally interested in these children. He welcomed them, blessed them, and so should we. But he used this event, he used what was happening as a teachable moment. Life often presents teachable moments. Watch out for them and use them, especially with children. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 19. And ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Learn to speak of God's word amidst the ordinary things of life. Do not let God's word be trapped within the church service for those limited hours each week. It should be a living, vital part of our daily lives. It should be the experience of our children. That they hear the word of God referred to and explained the way of salvation. Jesus here took something that was important to him in and of itself and used it to explain, to illustrate an important truth to us. To enter into the kingdom of God, you have to be like a child. What does Jesus mean? He is highlighting the fact that the child, in simple faith, receives good gifts from his parents. As John Constable has said, children are totally dependent and unable to provide for themselves. They receive rather than provide. Without this sense of being unable to provide for ourselves, and a willingness to receive from another, no adult can enter the kingdom. The child could do nothing to earn merit. The child had nothing to bring, but received Really, that is to be us. There is a humbleness in the way a child receives the gift with no thought of paying for it. Children have trust. This is where this incident fits in with the two parables which come before the widow before the unjust judge and the two men who went up to the temple to pray their message is that we should come in faith and with humble confession of our sins seeking forgiveness at the place of sacrifice We are to come as children. 
but are not to remain so in every way. As the Apostle Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and the 20th verse, Brethren, be not children in understanding, howbeit in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. We are to come as children. We are to grow in grace. We are to desire the sincere milk of the word as a newborn baby. But we are not to stay on a diet of milk. We are to move on to solids. As we grow up, there is a solemn warning here in the words of Jesus. Whoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. Shall in no wise enter therein. Not everyone will be saved. Matthew chapter 7 verse 13. Jesus said, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few uh, there be uh, that find it. The way of entering into the kingdom is very strict. There is only one way. You cannot go your own way. You have to come humbly as a child unto Christ. John 14 verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. There is an exclusiveness about the gospel. It is about the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only way. No matter how much we want to go our own way, we cannot. We must cast aside any thought of our own goodness or any thought of our own merit. We must do away with pride in self and look to the Lord Jesus Christ alone. He came. He died on the cross. He was buried and rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. He paid the price to save His people from their sins. 
The kingdom of God is about the reign of Christ. Salvation It is not about getting a visa stamped in your passport for heaven and then living however you want. With the option sort of to escape at any time from the things of this world. No. It is a life of trusting Jesus as Lord and Saviour. Like a young child trusts his parents. Christ began his ministry with the very simple message. Repent and believe of the gospel. That is the Christian gospel the life of the kingdom in this world. It is a life of repentance and faith. Like a child receiving a free gift, we must receive the good news of free forgiveness for sins through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Will you come as a child would come and humbly believe? The woman before the judge persevered and was heard. She had faith. The Pharisee in the temple was proud and boastful of himself. He was rejected. The tax collector confessed his sin and asked for mercy. He was heard. He was justified. Salvation is a free gift. William Hendrickson has said, the only possible way to enter the kingdom is by receiving it readily and trustfully as a child accepts a gift. Dear friends, don't be proud. Humble yourself. Bow before the Lord Jesus Christ. He receives all who come to him as a child would come. That is the way to enter the kingdom of God. Amen. Our closing hymn is number 281. Awake, sweet gratitude, and sing the ascended Saviour's love. Sing how he lives to carry on his people's cause above. 